Fallen! You gotta stop looking back. When you get looking back, is a stiff neck. Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups, hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we wanna talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. All right, guys, how you guys doing? Uh, check it out. We went a little bit over on the show. We wanted to split this one up into two shows so that you guys get uh, yeah. When things more are really long, sometimes you got to take it half at a time. You know what I mean? Yep. Got to take a little half at a time. That's how it works. So right now, uh, we're splitting this one in half. We've never done this before, but uh, we're gonna split this one in half. So I hope you enjoyed this first half. But come back next week. Listen to the second half. Abe's got some amazing shit for you. Uh, he's got some great, amazing shit. R- uh, great, uh, what would you call it? Um, life uh, lessons. Life, life lessons. Relationship, uh, relationship lessons. I would say. How not um, to be a bitch. We cover, um, you know, going back to school and how to uh, save your money, things like that. Just a little bit. Um, we get into a little viper semen. And and we get yeah. Well, I, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but no. yeah, if you, you want to know more semen. about viper semen, penis. Listen to the second half. So uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. All right, in ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We're on, bro. Are we? Are we back? <laughs> yeah, we're back. Time over? We are back for good. Are you sure? Did I you think get it so. Out of your system? I did. Whatever did it is I was in? doing. Where were you? What were you doing? I have been gone traveling the world. Well, the West Coast. Well, San Diego. That's like the world. For that was it. Right? That was it. That's pretty yeah. much the whole world. And we've been busy. We've been busy working. We've been doing some work, haven't we? We've been putting in work, helping veterans. Yeah. Helping ourselves. Actually putting our money where our mouth is and doing what we set out to do. <laughs> Imagine that, huh? And that's the reality. We have been busy with that. Um, and then taking care of ourselves, too, of course. So I know you've been doing some good stuff uh, taking care of your health. You make it sound like I'm old, dude. No, well, I'm not doing anything to help myself. You don't have to be old to, to stay healthy. Um, uh, did you hear the last old. episode? I did. That was like financial health. Did you hear what, what I that said about sweet. you? No, man, I told you don't listen I, to the show when I, I'm not on it. I just want to make it clear that he does not have the HIV. No, uh. in fact, it was just a scare. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's funny, though. The uh, the penicillin really helped out. Well, that's what I told everybody. I told them that the alcohol, when you drink, actually takes care of everything. But when you stop drinking, everything just kind of comes up, is, is comes to, out. You have to balance it, right? If you drink too much beer, you're actually adding yeast and unwanted bacteria yeah. to your body. So there could be some, you know, syphilis-like symptoms, yeah. I'm told. But the whiskey. But the whiskey is sterilizing. Yeah. So, so you stick to the hard alcohol and it just cleans you right up. You know, you're good to go. Speaking of... Matter of s- fact, if you drink whiskey only, you don't even have to wash your hands after going to the bathroom. You don't. That's what I heard, too. Straight yeah. disinfectant. Actually, if you piss on your hands... It's disinfectant. It, right, so that would be wise. Yeah, you have oh. to wrench it on the car or whatever. You pick up some raw chicken, just quick squirt. <laughs> Two in one. <laughs> Boom. So if you eat oranges yeah, and you kind of make it into that... Uh, what is that orange stuff that you yeah, use? You make, like citrus cleaner. Citrus piss, clean, yeah. A little orange juice. Cleans the grease right up. Yeah, eats that oil right <laughs> off the enamel. So you can just piss on the engine. I've done it before. I've seen Wolverines. I had to pee in the radiator <laughs> once when I was fleeing Juarez. All that, all that uh, grease just comes off. I don't know this, but that movie Red Dawn was initially a special forces training movie. It was like <laughs> kind of part of SEER training yeah. back in the Cold War days. Did you see the new one or the old one? Well, or I don't both? even recognize the new one exists. Like That's some bullshit. You don't think that one is uh, no, because, official? I mean, who the fuck is going to invade our country? Really? Like, think about it. I don't even know. I think it was, what, the Chinese? In These days, I think so, yeah. Koreans or Chinese, Chinese or something. shit would have fucking crashed before it got here. That's true. You know? Those boats would have sank. They would have. <laughs> and honestly, I don't really think that the Chinese military would want to fight us. I mean, the, the government would. I don't doubt that for a second. The government of yeah. China would want to take us over. But the actual soldiers, I think they would get here and be like, why are we invading this place? This place is dope. They defect. You know? <laughs> so that's funny you say that because uh, while no I was in San Diego, camps. there's a lot of little little Asia over there. Exactly. A lot they, of places like that. roll up in little Chinatown and be like, this is way better than China. They would just take over. 
just go into San Diego They'd and be reunited with relatives. They blend right in. Yeah, blend right in. So, before we get too far away, too From far where? into this thing. From where? Where are we anyway? We are. Uh, that's what I want to talk like about. I'm trapped in fucking that movie, breaking electric boogaloo. Because <laughs> we are in a gym. Are we in the gym? Today? But not just any gym. This is a gym. This is a gym. Yeah. Well, this I didn't room know you itself. Knew what a gym was. This room, <laughs> I do now. <laughs> I only know because movies. you you sent me the address, and I was like, uh, wait a minute, this smells familiar. I used to go to a gym before. It's like the manger you grew up in, you and the baby Jesus. The place Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus Cristo. Um, we are in a storage facility, but nonetheless in a gym. We're not in a storage facility. This is our new office. I love it. This is the new. Fallen like, 360 recording studio. Recording studio. Yeah, it's a recording studio. That's what yeah. it is. You know how we can say that because there's recording. Uh, equipment <laughs> there's there. so mics, studio, computer, uh, soundboard. So we're all set. Uh, but Husto's gym. Husto, which we've heard of Husto before. Husto. How have we heard of Husto? Well, not only the fact that we train here, but he's one of our main sponsors. Oh, that's right. He's a sponsor. He's a sponsor now. And he's been on two shows. Yeah, he got in a. Son. Well, actually, he was on McCann on Sports yeah, and, and he on, came on Fallen 360 on yeah. Sports Time. Remember, he's giving us some good info. We got so, pretty crazy on that episode. We, we did. About flat Earth and aliens. Bigfoot and, and Littlefoot. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> Which I can't wait to bring him back on because. Um, well, not only that, we're we're gonna. He's gonna do his own show, right? He's finally we're gonna, be gonna get going. On his show from time to time. Now that we have it um, all set up here, he's got a place to just come in and record whenever he needs to. Um, so yeah, who stills Jim? Tell them where to find this place. Tell them all South about him. Scottsdale Road, Scottsdale, Arizona, about two miles north of the two hundred two. You can uh, throw a rock from here to Arizona State University. Yep. Come on by. It feels like family. Look them up at uh, whostosgym.com. Check out some of their training. You can do uh, personal, individual training, or you can come in and join one of the classes. He also runs a Muay Thai team, boxing team, mixed martial arts team. Um, if you're an athlete and you're training for any other type of sport, uh, like my kid, my kid plays basketball. He trains him in the off season, and then he has a few people out here actually doing triathlons and stuff too. So, a little bit of everything. Whatever your goals are, uh, he can help you out. Yeah, he really is like a one-stop shop, and he can also help you with nutrition. Yes, right. Put a plan Thanks together for, for you. Yeah, he's got a good uh, philosophy here. He realizes everybody is individual. Everybody has different needs. Everybody's at different levels. And no matter where you're at, he can help you get to where you want to be. And when you say it feels like family, it really is. I walked out there right now before we started recording. His son's here training. His wife is his here. His wife is here. His daughter is here. And then that his, other dude is his, some kind of family his, uh, member. His brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole crew is here. Plus, you know, the, the name of people has got the normal, what do you call them, gym residents? Are yeah. Residents or gym rats. Or what? Gym. Yeah, you got the gym rats out there. The normies. You got high school kids out there. You got middle-aged ladies. You got young ladies. You got all kinds of people. Yeah. So it really is a family. And you could hear them out there uh, yelling at them like daddy used to with love. <laughs> Shit, somebody's getting yelled. They're doing some mountain climbers here. <laughs> wow. They are doing mountain we climbers, huh? hang out here. We, yeah, we'll stay in here a little bit longer. This, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and he's got music going, so obviously you can tell it's a motivational place. Yeah, we decided we wanted to film live today. Yeah. You know, in the class. Uh, we're doing our best to kind of muffle the music a little. But yeah, there's a good vibe here. It's hot as fuck. I think it People adds to it. Crazy. Yeah. I think it adds to it. Um, so you guys can see what kind of gym this is. It really is an awesome place, all joking aside. Um, yeah, he's on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And find him from, you know, on our page too, Fallen 360. We we put out shout outs all the time on his website. So yeah, you'll probably weeks, start seeing more two of him. weeks away from his uh, first episode coming out. All right. So we also have. We got the usual suspects, don't we? Do we do? Kenny's Bail Bonds. <laughs> you came to Scottsdale on vacation. Now you're leaving on vacation. You got to call our good people over at Kenny Bail Bonds. Believe me, he understands, man. No explanations needed. Just ten percent of whatever your bail is, and he can have you out within twenty-four hours. That's quick. It is quick. That's he, fast. Hey, he's he's been around. <laughs> you know, some of his more. Uh, I know he told me I'm not supposed to say anything, but they don't live here anymore. So you know, well, you know what? I, I won't die like. But there are several former uh, Phoenix Cardinals that have to utilize this service. Oh, one Hall yeah. of Fame power forward. Uh, oh, <laughs> rhymes with Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> Gnarls. So, yeah, Gnarls. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, his, uh, and the list goes on and on. 
I've yeah. heard I've heard of him before. Yeah. I heard of him before. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, his list is long and distinguished, just like my dick. So you need, call him up if you need help. <laughs> you need Jeebus. You need yeah, <laughs> he can get you out of a tight spot. Like I said, he understands. No explanation needed. And just of course, ten percent year-round patriot. Right now, we're getting into our holiday season. Actually, I don't know if I told you this, Abe, but I've sold a few of those. Nobody uh, buys it, really? How yeah, the wooden, uh, the Halloween um, oh, decorations. Oh, forgot about Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It's a big seller. Yeah, I had a few. Um, I wouldn't say a big seller, but I sold two. Well, you're so. big, and you sold it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in that case, it's a huge seller. Uh, but I've got a few more. Um, I'll put them out there on the page again, and you guys uh, you know go what, check man, it out. You know what, man? You got a special loved one who was... Uh, in the Marine Corps. Marine Corps birthday's coming up in a few weeks, November 10th. Oh, it is right what before. What better way yeah. to tell you the jarhead in your life that you love him? Why don't yeah. you show that little that leather neck a little bit of love and have Mario do him a nice Eagle Globe and anchor or something more? Hey, I got it. What about a crayon? Can you make a giant crayon? I could. I think we should do that. That's too easy. I actually have a, a Marine Corps plaque that I did for someone else that I could do the same thing or something yeah, different. Like but a nice, you know... I could do it in the shape of a crayon. Like with a bite out of it? On the inside, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You should do that. That's hilarious. For America's favorite crayon eaters. Yep. I'll even donate it uh, to somebody if... uh, James Tinsley, I think, was the first one to order that, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that's right. James Tinsley, He did. And then he actually tried to take a bite out of it, which is weird. Yeah. I was like, it's not a crayon, bro. Dude, I carved it out for you. I know it looks real. I know it looks real. My work is amazing, but it's not a crayon. It's very um, like a realistic. So, um, yeah, whatever you guys want, Army, veteran shit, law enforcement, uh, man stuff for your man cave, uh, woman stuff for your she shed, all that I shit. I don't agree that there's a such thing as a she shed. And I don't want to hear is. your shit about, oh, I was on the insurance commercial and all that <laughs> shit. No. Bitches don't have no she shed. My she shed burnt down. They have different places. You know what? They don't get together in sheds. Mm. Give your lady a she shed. I guarantee you, you'll be happier. You'll they be a happier a man. That's, you're, you're missing the point. They have what? the whole fucking house. That's why men hang out in the garage. Get them out there. Build no, them their own little get spot. Get them the fuck out of my garage. I don't belong there. <laughs> and if you build them a she shed, it's just one fucking more thing that we're going to have to fix when they fuck it up. <laughs> they still won't use it. No, they won't. They they'll still like, won't use they'll it. Be, they'll be fucking issues. There's always a goddamn issue. You know? There's spiders in my she shed. Well, that's a whole other. Yeah, no. That's a whole other topic. You stop right there. Spider webs. Stop. Back the fuck up. If you got spider webs yeah, in your you she shed, you better clean that, that you shit out. You need Tinder for Anyways, that. going back to Year Round Patriot. I don't have a website because I don't want to work that hard. But find me on Facebook or just go through Fallen Three Sixty. Um, who else we got, Abe? Is well, that it? You know, Rod Hankel's still running. Oh, Rod Hankel's still going. You know, it's the perfect time of year. You know here what, in though? Arizona Before you go too to far, I'll let you call out, um, give out his information today. But he did not pay. His last but payment. Who, Rod? Rod. Well, you know what? I he missed his last payment. Because we lost a few of those gerbils. Oh, all right. Remember? I get, all right. Uh, that's fair. But next month, he's he got to really pay, He understanding man. about it. Well, it, you know, I don't think I have any issues. This is the busy time for him. So you think he's going to pick up? Yeah, people all right. love fur right around the fall. So all right, Rod. Bu- that's when the fur business picks up, as they say. We like you, Rod, so uh, don't fuck with us. Yeah, but give Rod a call and tell him you want that two fur. He'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, the special. The two for special. The FI three sixty special. Two fur. Use the <laughs> promo code two fur. All right. Well, I guess that's it, right? No. What do you got? No, we, we got more sponsors. Well, we've always got Sushi Sonora, bro. Oh, that's right. They just got an award for the New Times. For Did that. they? Worst eatery in the state or something like? No way. No, it wasn't that. It was a. It was five food trends we wish would not continue, and no. Sushi Sonora was number one. No. People I love haters. Sushi Sonora. They're haters. Well, now that makes me want to go there even more. That's what I did. It just encouraged me to go. All right. I didn't know they were still with us. Yeah, no, they, they don't go anywhere, man. They're still cool? Our okay. Checks, our, you know what? Hey, they think we're doing stuff, so they keep sending us They keep food, sending us? So. All right. Hey, man, if, if, they, if that keeps coming, then I'm good. I keep going once a week and going, hey, I'm with Fallen 360 Media. I do your marketing. And they get you free food? Yeah, they, so no one's bothered to ask what I do. So just going to keep rolling with it. Oh, I got to try that next week, too, then. Hey, what's so. up with old uh, Christina? Christina who? Flores. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's got. That's oh, you know what? He's he doesn't have an event tomorrow. Or something he does. Or? Uh, well, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be, be yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. My bad. Uh, but keep an eye out for these type of events. Yeah, he's got the rally points. Rally points. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to have an event and highlight a veteran-owned business, uh, coffee shops, eateries, um, sex therapists, like the whole. <laughs> Anything veteran-owned, he highlights yes. them. He highlights their business. Uh, and he also gets people together. So uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Chris Flowers. Yeah, Vets for Biz. Sorry, we won't be there tomorrow, but check him out on vetsforbiz.com and Facebook and same thing. Also, the Maricopa County Sex Offender Registry. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying, Chris, I heard you killed it. That's all. I heard you killed it. <laughs> you were brought up on charges. <laughs> we love you, bro. Uh, but check him out. He has a good sense of humor. Yeah. I would have sued us a long time ago for character he does. defamation. I think I don't think we've done one show since we met him we that we haven't him. fucked with him. <laughs> it's because we love him, though. But um, you know what? Goes back to what we said earlier. We've been busy as hell. Tomorrow, I've got. I'm off actually, but I'm helping out a buddy of mine get through the whole. Uh, uh, VA the, uh, system his and process, his, his right process is uh, is uh, not disability, but um, just getting his um, benefits, his benefits in order and all that shit. Yeah, so just getting it going, getting it started. So um, because that's what we do, or part of what we do. That's just a little piss, a little, a little, a little part of what we do. So you know, I got that reserved a few days ago, or actually last week, and so I'm doing that. But um, what else you got going on? Yeah, I'm just working, trying to watch baseball, trying to watch my Dodgers beat up on the, the Brewers. Hopefully we can pull get that one out and get it back to the series. Um, just been doing that. Are you that getting any more hate mail? You know what? No, because the Diamondbacks are done, so oh. whoever that lowly D-back fan was. That's it? All i got to tell you is it's only going to get worse because you can't afford to keep your team. This was your year. You blew your water early. You ended up fading in the end. And so next year when your entire squad looks like a JV team from Casa Grande, you don't know where Casa Grande, Arizona is. Look it up. Um, the only bigger dump than Casa Grande would probably be Gila Bend. So, Ooh. anyway, yeah, no, once they sucked, I didn't get any more hate mail. And the best thing is that my sister and Asher, they think I don't know it's them. Oh, you know, but we kind of knew that, right? Yeah. We, from the beginning, we, they were the main suspects? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, speaking of sports, a big fight. Just passed. Oh, nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. No, not a big fight. No, I refuse to accept it. According to the UFC, one of their biggest fights. Well, I, I, I honestly, call it a fight. I would say it's a pretty good promotional event. I don't and even Vince think McMahon it was. Would be happy. I mean, afterwards, leading up to it, I honestly didn't feel like it was the best fight coming up. Like everybody thought this was gonna be a great fight. I had a feeling it just wasn't gonna be a great fight. You know, I here's my thing. I love Conor McGregor, like, as a character, you know, as an Irishman or whatever. And I don't, I mean, he's over the top, which makes him kind of a draw. And he's a good fighter, clearly. You don't get to his level if you can't fight. But Khabib is boring. Yeah, and then, he you is. Know, and I'm not saying because Khabib won. You know, Khabib won. And, you know, he fought a, he, he had a good strategy. And, you know, we can get into that a little bit later. But anybody not named Conor McGregor fighting Khabib, and that does, you know, what, 100,000 pay-per-views maybe? Yeah, the guy just is not a—he's not attraction. He's not a draw. I will tell you this though: after he went over the side of the cage like that and started all that melee and that fracas, he's probably going to get more people at his next fight. Probably get more pay-per-view buys, you know, because everybody wants to tune in and see. Hey, man, what's going to happen if this dude goes nuts? But I mean, the UFC does so many things, so many you know, right? But it just seems like every time they get to a point where they can really kind of separate themselves and become more of like a legitimate enterprise and maybe teach boxing a thing or two, they do something like something this. Something like this happens. Yeah, and they just set them, shoot themselves in the foot. So that's why I said, or that's why I thought that it wasn't going to be this amazing fight. I meant the actual fight itself because of Khabib does have that history of holding on to be an amazing wrestler. But just like, uh, what was it, John Fitch, I believe, he, he was, um, I think he had like five or six fights. He had one in a row. I think he had a title fight and all kinds of shit where he was doing amazing and then he got cut because he was a boring fighter you know and see that's the thing I, I that's unfortunate that they do things stylistically like that that the UFC would I mean part of me is like well at the end of the day it's a business you gotta try to make money whatever right. but that's why these fighters kind of take the McGregor route because if you look at it they gotta sell this shit 
And McGregor's fighting Khabib, he probably knew that this fight, win or lose for him, unless he KO'd Khabib in spectacular fashion, was going to be, you know, kind of a, a te- it's going to be a war of attrition. And when right. you listen to his, uh, to his coaches that were talking on Rogan afterward, they planned for the fight to go that way. They figured the fir- their plan was the first round Khabib come out strong, dominate the first round, and they basically wanted Connor to hold on, not expend a lot of energy, and just ride it out. Right. Because they knew that stylistically this is what they were going to face. Right, right. And one thing McGregor didn't expect was that overhand right that dropped him on his ass. And other than that, I mean, even the finish of the fight when he you know tapped him out, I mean, it was a boring ass fight. Yeah. I mean, but McGregor's I think all his losses have come from a. Uh... Well, they did the same thing all the time, but regardless of that, what happened afterwards? How do you think that you 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 think that this puts the UFC a little bit in lower again? But in boxing, same thing happened in boxing. Think about when when Tyson bit uh, Holyfield's ear. Well, I'm not saying boxing is innocent. What I'm saying is, so let's talk or about when this. the fucking guy came in yeah, the, with the with the jetpack or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so. Let's let's talk about this for a second, right? So UFC does a whole lot of things good. They do a whole lot of things that which boxing would do, right? So there's only one governing body, right? Yeah. There's the UFC. Now you have you know Bellator and all that, whatever. But for all intents and purposes, everybody the UFC is the big one. They are, yeah. Right. And there's only one UFC. You know, boxing, WBO, WBC, PBC, right. and you can over. fight within right. Those. You can fight all these different. There's all these different weights. There's like a million different goddamn weight classes. And there's a million different belts, and it muddies the water, right? And so when you have something in boxing happen, you have all these different governing boards. You have these different federations and commissions, so it's harder to enforce rules. It's harder to make you know, mandatory challenges. It's harder to do these things. So the UFC already had a better operational model, right? right. Somebody fucks up, they got one board that yeah. they're going to have to answer to. They have less weight classes. They fight a lot more. You know, the, there's always a good fight going on. There's not guys taking, like, I mean, Connor took a little while off, but that's a very rare thing. Yeah. But yeah. these guys are active, and they're fighting, and they want to fight the best. Um, and, you know, the other thing, too, though, is, like, you have in boxing, right, You the, the biggest thing that, that angers me about boxing is you have all these different promotional companies, right? So you have Golden Boy. You have yeah. Al Heyman. You have a uh, you know championship boxing pro whatever the fuck it is, uh, PBC, and you have these judges, and these promoters will throw these big parties the night before the fight, a week before the fight, two days before the fight, and you will see these referees and these judges at these functions, eating for free, drinking for free, good food, you know whatever. And why is that? You keep. I mean, this is you have a sport; it's a blood sport. You can die in it, and here you have this like levels of corruption. That no one seems to worry about, <laughs> you know. And then you look at the UFC, and they try to model differently. They try to f- prevent that. But then you have their judges are the same fucking judges that were the ones doing boxing the week right, before. Right. And one of the things that UFC has been doing, like I said, with the with the single commission, is they've been trying to clean that up. And there's been one governing body. But then you have a case like this, where you have a you have a fighter like McGregor who back in the day. You know, he's always been a hooligan or whatever, right? Yeah. And that's fine when you're fighting Mayweather and it's a shit show anyway. It's a giant, you know, it's right. not even that a was, fight. Yeah. <laughs> but when this dude went nuts and started throwing hand trucks at buses and hurting people <laughs> and shit, I mean, what did they do? Nothing. They rewarded him with a six-fight deal and agreed to promote his whiskey. Right. And it's mysterious because now what happened to all those guys he's allegedly hurt? All those guys that missed out on paydays. Right. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Dana paid him off. Yeah, Dana told right. Connor, "Look, man, he knew he had Connor by the short and curly, so to speak. So he's like, look, I'm gonna, you're, you're a big attraction. I don't like this two-year layoff. You're gonna come back. You're gonna do big things, and yeah. I'll take care of the lawsuits for you. That's basically, you know, behind yeah. the scenes what happened. So the fact that you fast forward and you have Connor insult this Russian dude and him wig the fuck out the way he did, that's what Dana and the crew gets. Yep, because." They allowed this to happen. They promoted it. They they created the environment for it to be that way. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, they're going to they're gonna hammer Khabib and his crew. Yeah, but he's not gonna get away. But Khabib has already said, well, if you fire these two dudes that attack Connor or whatever, then fire me too. Yeah, you know, and you gotta remember something. This dude is from some shithole part of Russia. He's not fighting because he wants to be Conor McGregor. He doesn't no. want to be the poster child. He doesn't want to sell whiskey and be popular. He didn't even want really fight for the money. 
heel fights because he loves to fight. I mean, the guy used to wrestle fucking bears for Christ's sake. Have you seen the videos? Yeah, he really and did. So now you have this shit, <laughs> this giant shit show, which Vince McMahon himself probably couldn't have scripted yeah. any, any better. And where do you go from here? There's nothing you can do that's legitimate. Well, if you punish Khabib, why didn't you punish McGregor? Right, right. And if you don't punish any of them, then you know who's to say that Cowboy Cerrone and like. Anthony Pettis or somebody's not going to get together on the side and go, hey man, let's make Why up this Why don't we do some shit, shit like this? Yeah. You know? Or yeah. the fucking Diaz brothers? Oh, you think they're, they're not taking notes right now? Now they're... Now they're One of those yeah. dudes will shoot somebody. They're just going to let loose. drive by. <laughs> they, were already, they were already like that. They and were, now they're like, you know, they got more fucking reason to just be wild. They throw shit at each other, or at their opponents, at their crews. They get throw chairs. They, they interrupt uh, the press conferences, throw water bottles at them. They lie at press conferences <laughs> and say they got upcoming fights with other fighters that aren't even really fucking happening. Right. Just to create their own shit. I mean, this is why... But I those guys are real, though. The difference is... Yeah, they're that's, not doing it That's for, the real shit. Like, that's how they are. That's how they roll back in, you know, in Cali. You know? <laughs> in but Sacramento? It's like, in Stockton and all that shit. Or Stockton, whatever. But my point is, it's like, the UFC had a great opportunity to really kind of separate the way they do their business from boxing and... And to a certain degree, I mean, use their business model to maybe even improve boxing. Yeah. But after this shit show, boxing isn't going to change. Nope. You know, they're, like, going to look down on UFC, like, oh, fuck you guys, you know? I, I read an article where um, Dana White actually kind of, and I don't know if it was him who said it. I don't think he said it. But someone else had said that he was kind of basing the UFC model around the WWE. Now, that doesn't mean fake fighting. That just means the way the, the promotions way go, the, the way it promotions. operates. Because if you think about it, Vince McMahon, what he did with, with wrestling, I mean, that it's one of the biggest things, uh, sports shows out there. Um, well, see, it's, it's, it's almost as big as NASCAR. NASCAR is the biggest well, thing out you, there. If you think about it, it's bigger than NASCAR. And how fast it grew. It's and bigger how much than NASCAR because it's global. Yeah. It's, it's got a global audience. And the thing about WWE is a sports model. The one thing that it has that UFC doesn't is it has that cultural component. Professional wrestling is ingrained in especially American culture and Mexican culture, yeah. like Lucha Libre and stuff like that. They're, they're, they're a global force. And you have the governing body, the WWE, right? You have Vince McMahon and, and some, you know, you have these general managers, as they call them, that are fake as shit, right? <laughs> but yeah. they market well. They do things well as far as drawing interest into their events. And, you know, the WWE and UFC, there's a natural crossover. We've seen stars crossover even way before Brock Lesnar. You know, Ken Shamrock back in the day, right? Yeah. Um, he was doing shoot wrestling, and he even did WWE or yeah. one of the one exactly, of the right now you have you know, Ronda Rousey's doing well, and Brock Lesnar's doing well, CM Punk not doing so well because no, one way can't go WWE to, to MMA. Well, unless you're Brock. Well, Brock, uh, yeah, but he Brock's, was a, a, he's a, freak. a freak of nature, right? Unless you know? you're that. And apparently, he was on Royce too. You know, PEDs didn't hurt. No, that doesn't. But my point is with this is like Dana's not there. You know, the UFC is not there where they can have something like this. No, they're not. And not deal with it, you know. Even if you look at boxing, before boxing got to the state it's in now, boxing was was the main sport. And, you know, in American culture, it had historical context. You know, some of the most, um, some of the greatest fights in the history of sport were centered around boxing, you know. You had um, Muhammad Ali, right? You had him fighting and things like that, but he was he was making cultural statements, you know, dodging the you know not wanting to, to go to Vietnam and you know and, and protesting the war, changing his name to Muhammad Ali. You had these figures that transcended, you know, race and government, and that empowered, especially the black community, empowered the black community, made yeah. them feel, you know, proud to be black because of their heavyweight champions, you know, Joe Lewis and and you know, Muhammad Ali, and Sugar Ray Joe Robinson, Frazier, Joe Frazier, all these different, Mike Tyson. All these really famous black athletes that were boxers. They did a lot for their community, not just in the sense that, oh, hey, look, we're black and we're famous. Mike Tyson put a lot of young females through college. Did you know that? Okay, his name is Mario Aguirre. Just <laughs> fucking message him. I'm just saying. Look, man, those those are called settlements. He got in trouble down he's, here when he was leaving Phoenix. He's a fucking sexual predator. My point is, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not talking about like what he did or did not do. I'm saying he did help a I'm, lot of women. What I'm saying though, you're a fucking asshole. But he made people feel empowered. 
They were yeah. inspirational. These boxers were inspirational. He still look, is. Look at the Mexican culture. Julio Cesar Same thing, Chavez. Yeah. Here locally in Phoenix, Michael Carbajal. Yeah. You know, Olympic boxer. The Carbajal brothers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at those guys. What they were doing, they made their communities feel better about themselves, right? And the UFC is not doing that. There's very few figures like that that are transcendent figures that are empowering people or bringing up. You know, and Connor, one of the things about Connor, you know, right or wrong, whatever you think about him is. He's empowered Ireland. I mean, when was the last time he was an Irish superstar athlete? I mean, really think about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you're you know, right. Other than, I'm sure there's some pretty good soccer players out there. But that's, I think there's that's a few fucking, golfers. That's Europe. Yeah. Rory McIlroy. Well, even I then, mean, I don't I don't think that there's... That, nothing is I don't level. think their soccer team I mean, is where, that big either. Think about it. Where can you go in the world right now that people don't know Conor McGregor? You know, he lost his yeah. fight. But guess what? He didn't lose. No, he didn't. Habib he, or Khabib, whatever, he fucking wigged out and... and Connor even said it, you know. I lost a fight, but I won the war. He still won. He still uh, probably made more money. He's still promoting this proper twelve whiskey, which I don't know if it's that proper. If anybody wants to do some research, have you tried it? Send me a bottle. I'll let oh, you know. I'm yeah. more happy to critique it on the show. I'd but like that, to. But see, that's my whole point about this fight. Like, the significance of it is not okay. You had two guys like, and first of all, the Americans, you guys are cracking me up. So let's break it down for you. two foreign dudes met in Vegas and fought. And one foreign dude beat another foreign dude. The other foreign dude got mad and attacked another foreign dude's friend. And then that foreign dude's friend jumped in the ring and fought the other foreign <laughs> dude. And a bunch of foreign dudes got arrested. That's what happened. And people over here are losing their fucking minds over it, right? Me, personally, was cheering for Connor because I think he's a character. But also because fuck Russia. I grew up yeah, in the Cold right. War. <laughs> I'm not forgot. During the Cold War. I grew up in the Cold War. <laughs> to hell with Russia, to hell with Putin. You know? I was rooting for Rocky. So... Yeah. The final thing I'll say on go, that, the down. worst thing to me was those two dudes that jumped McGregor in the cage because yeah. that sets a precedence that you are not presidents. safe. Presidents. No, presidents. That's multiple presidents. Presses. Presidents. You're talking about two presidents. That sets a president. Oh, press. Say press. Idents. Idents. There you go. Sets a presidents. No. <laughs> you can't say it. Presidents. Presidents. So there was only one president. There's an, a soft ass. Listen, what, soft what I'm trying to say is he's not good. Quantine. He's yeah, not no, good. Those guys had no business getting. You, you can't. Them. You can't do that, and you can't. You can't let them do that no. because any other time someone else comes at your fighters are gonna be like, we're not safe. Wasn't those guys had Dude, a, they, a knife or something? The, the, if they did, the governor of Nevada was there. The right, broke right out by, in front right of by yeah. the fight, right? Yeah. So I mean, that just shows you like you can't allow that to happen. That would be one of the worst things for the UFC to allow is for that to just continue you to happen. Can't. And you know what if you lose if Khabib really sticks to his word, you have to do something. Yeah. And you know what I, I think honestly, you, you gotta fucking do something to Connor too. And he's bull it's bullshit like You know, you gotta you gotta pull Connor aside and say, look, uh, you 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 you're part of the problem here. Yeah. You know? You Next time you wanna talk about someone's religion you know oh is that what he did well, well first of it. all Khabib is old school he's old school Russian Muslim yeah so you don't fucking talk about people's family where he's from you don't and you definitely yeah, yeah, don't talk yeah. about their religion well I he's mean, kind because, of in the wrong sport too then yeah but see if people are <laughs> well don't get me wrong I don't condone what he did man get the fuck over it don't be a right. pussy right but but because it's a, got an, it's an international sport people all over the world are talking about it and they're not talking about technical aspects of the fight you know, the grappler versus the puncher, the big knockout power. They're talking about people insulting, you know, Christianity versus Islam now and family and, and different countries and things like that. I mean, people were worried that there would be repercussions in the Irish mob and the Russian mob. Yeah, always, yeah. Because that's how far it went. I mean, I'm surprised Putin hadn't has not invaded Ireland. To be continued. Looks like we got ourselves a genius here. What are you, some kind of rocket surgeon? Tasks, conditions, and standards. Your other left. We're going to go over FM 6 22. Hey, high speed. You're going to learn today. Sergeant's time. Boom. All right, so first of all, it's good to be back in the in the studio here. I feel like I can, feel the, the, I can feel the hate flowing right now. I can feel it coursing through my veins. Um, so... I got a couple of things. That's that, just the diabetes, man. No, it's I'm, I'm, I'm taking things <laughs> that. Okay, don't don't steal my thunder. All right. So first thing I want to do is I want to recognize a couple of uh, military personnel. Um, one of our NATO countries, one of our NATO brothers, our NATO uh, 
NATO branches of the Air Force, the the Belgians, the Belgians, the Belgium Air Force. Bel- Belgium, Belgium. The the Air Force in Belgium. It's a foreign <laughs> country, so I don't have to say it right. It's all good. Anyway, I wanted to. Uh, they had a little bit of a, a catastrophe last couple of days. I don't know if you've heard about it. Or I seen did the not. News, Tell but, me about this. Um, I want to say this is part of the E4 Mafia trying to get out of maintenance, but it's on such a catastrophic level that this has E3 written all over it. So, mm. we're in Belgium. E3. We are um, we are at the Air Force Base there. A gentleman is conducting maintenance on a parked F-16, okay? Fighting Falcon. Great aircraft, right? Directly in front of the aircraft is another F-16 that is fully loaded with fuel as it was going to be doing a training flight later, right? Well, this unidentified maintenance professional somehow activated the 20 millimeter Vulcan cannon and fired it while it was on the ground, lighting up the F-16 in front of it, destroying Uh, it, causing it to explode and burn to the ground. That's E3 right there. That's got to be E3. There's there's no E4 Mafia in that. No. I mean, because I wanted to say, like, what would be the E4 Mafia angle? Fuck you, I'm not doing the maintenance on that one, too. I mean, a lost soul. But, Maybe. I don't know. Right. Wanted, wanted to sham out of a half a day at work? Nah, they're too smart for that. They would have found a better way they of just, doing this. Yeah, they would have just, you know, hidden a fuse or something that yeah. grounded it. But anyway, apparently there were some injuries involved. Oh, no. Yeah, two of the um, technicians there were treated for hearing injuries. So they blew up a fucking F-16 on the ground and this had minor hearing injuries. So glad to know you guys are okay. Um but that makes me feel better about my life because of all the fuck-ups I've ever been a part of, I, I've never blown up an F-16 on the ground by accidentally hitting the, the Vulcan cannon trigger switch. Yeah, neither, neither have I. I don't, I don't even know how you do that. No. But for those of you that have always wondered, That's, yes. It can happen. The F-16 can fire the, the Vulcan cannon well located on the ground. Well, it's been it's been long enough now that we can say this, but McCain kind of started a plane on fire, no? I think he crashed it, though, you asshole. No, no, I think he started no, a plane on on the ship. No, I, I think, think he did. So. I, I think, think he, he lit. I think he did. I think he started it and it caught on fire. I don't think he accidentally lit it up with a Vulcan. Cannon. No, no, I don't think he did. He I don't went think that it was far. his fault, man. You need to research that. <laughs> hey, um, let us know if you guys hear this. Uh, send us the link to that if you find that story. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in another Air Force news. So apparently, you don't have to be. And he E3, you could no, be an officer one, too. <laughs> this next one is this is chain of command right here. So for every E3, there is shooting cannons on the ground and blowing up F16. There's a base commander somewhere, Tyndall Air Force Base, that <laughs> is responsible for the damage and possible complete destruction of 17 of our F22 Raptors. 17? So apparently, 17 F22s were left unprotected from Hurricane Michael. Oh. And there's an investigation Mike. going on now to see how many of them. Are actually completely destroyed. Mikey, huh? Yeah, Mikey fucking took them fucking out. Fucking shit up. So, I don't know, man. Like, if you if there's a hurricane coming, you have the F-22. I mean, I, I don't know how you'd not know. It was that bad, huh? Maybe you inside or... Yeah. Well, I, and I don't know all the details. So, if they were hangered and then the, the hurricane destroyed it. But I'm just thinking, like, this is the United States Air Force. This is the F-22 Raptor. Like, don't we have... just flew away, right? <laughs> I guess. You're right. like, hey... <laughs> Right? Just fly away. Hey, the hurricane's going to be here in two days. I'm fly, sure they had you know, go, 48 hours. Go somewhere. Can we just fly? Can we go to, you know, fly across the country or something away from it? Put on the railhead and go to Texas. But, you know, it's sad because right now the F-22, oh, 49% of that fleet is not mission capable. Ah, oh, this is a good time. Yeah. For, if the enemy's out there yeah, listening. Yeah, so if you're listening, man, just... If you want to invade us or take out the Air Force, just send, I guess send is a hurricane. Right and, you know what the sad part for the rest of the world is? That even at this level, we're still blowing everybody away. We're like, yeah, we still got 200 of those. We'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, I just wanted to make sure that today as I was teasing the Air Force that I was both levels, you know, enlisted and officer. So, and so you're going to be giving dating advice? Yeah, no, no, no. So this is, um, you know, like you ever heard of Dear Abby? Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, I have problems. You know, dear Abby. Well, well, I think the tie-in here is because I think these two gentlemen were having relationship issues, and that's why they didn't take care maybe, of their equipment. I don't know. Equipment. But anyway, I got a couple of messages in my inbox. So let's do that. So this first one. So right? this doesn't happen to you. No, these are people that wrote in, and let me read you this letter. It says, "Dear Abe, my husband John," and that's in quotations. So oh, yeah. that's probably not his real name. See, I'm smart. Um, <laughs> just returned from his fourth tour from the Middle East. And after being gone for a year, he got back. His mother invited him and his two sisters on a vacation cruise for a week. 
It's on a boat. Oh. Him and his two sisters, right? So just the four of them, a little foursome, right? He said, yeah, and um, I guess they're leaving in a couple weeks. Um, however, no spouses allowed. Now, this no lady spouses. didn't tell me. Um, she didn't tell me, like, if the, the, if the mom is married or the, the daughters are married. But we know the husband, the son is married, right? Yeah. She also says that she's been married for, they're in their mid-40s and they've been married 25 years. So they probably got hitched when they were young. Yeah. 20, let's say 25 years old, let's say that, right? You had 20, then that puts them mid-40s, okay? Um, she also says that he's having a little trouble reintegrating. Well, I don't know, man. This seems kind of suspect to you, right? <laughs> so here's my Let thing. me hear it. First of all, I don't even give a shit about if you feel left out. I really don't. You've been with the dude 25 years. You probably got married when you were very young. He just got back from... The Middle East, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, I don't know if this dude's in the Air Force, so that could be like a hotel, right? You know, you don't know, right? Wherever, exactly. Um, it could be in the Navy. Maybe he just flew back from an aircraft carrier. We don't fucking know these things, right? But here's my thing. I want to know what this fucking cruise is about. No spouses. Yeah, mom, two daughters, and a dude. Like, I have a wife and I have kids. And, <laughs> You know, I've got brother-in-law, and i got a mother and father-in-law, and I'm trying to rack my brain around. What kind of fucking hillbilly travel arrangements are these? Are these people from West Virginia? <laughs> are we going to see this on Pornhub? Like, you know, stepmom seduces brother and two sisters on cruise? On cruise? I mean... I know a guy who'd like to watch that. Jared Taylor would be all over this. I was going to say, he's he on another podcast. Porn, <laughs> first of all, like, that's my first thing. Is what is this vacation? Who the fuck does that? What would you do... If my mother... I wouldn't take... Let's pretend like I love my mother and like we have a relationship. Pretend. But if my mom was like, hey, me, you, and your two sisters, I don't want to go fucking hang out with them. No. No. I you don't. No. But apparently he's going. Okay. But I, I got to say, too, they've been married 25 years. I've been married 18. Like, at this point, maybe he just doesn't want to fucking hang out with you, lady. Maybe. So what's her concern? Is she asking she what she should do? Out. And then she's like, well, you know, yeah. should I make a big... You shut the fuck up. Like, she doesn't know if she wants to make a big deal about it, but she's feeling left out. Well, go on your own fucking cruise. Right? This is your opportunity right here yeah. to take some of that tax-free money he's been making in the Middle East. Cool. You know, go to... I don't know. Where, let him, where let him go. go. I don't know where bitches go. I don't know. Go get some wine. Do you have a brother? Do go, you have sisters? Go. Or maybe you don't have any friends. Maybe. Maybe that's, that's the answer. The that's issue. the answer. She's feeling left out because she ain't got no friends. Even her own mother-in-law and sister-in-law don't her. want her. I that's mean, what that tells between me. Between those three adults, let's say it's money. Okay? <laughs> they couldn't afford the fifth ticket. So you're trying to tell <laughs> Come me. Come on, man. But you don't go then, right? Right. Like you couldn't, I mean, like you couldn't tell me like, Hey, your husband who's been working overseas for a year, they got enough money to buy you a ticket. Yeah. I mean, no, they hate her. They, they fucking hate, hate her. Hate the bitch. A lot of people hate her. I That's guarantee you. I guarantee you. She's got the type of haircut that says, I want to speak to your manager. You know what? I guarantee. I Did she know, send pictures? You know what? If you're, Ask if, her if for if a you're picture. listening, two things. One, I want a picture of your haircut. And I want to know what rank your husband is. That, because this is the bitch at the fucking commissary that tells the E1's wife to fuck off because my husband's an E7. <laughs> He's your platoon daddy. You watch, man. I guarantee you, this is the bitch at the FRG trying to pull rank on spouses. That's fucking hilarious, dude. And I guarantee you. So without knowing all that other stuff, like her haircut would definitely give you a lot of insight, right? Yeah, we need. there's like so much more but we need what, to know. What advice would you give them? Just based on what you know now, what advice so do you have? So based on what I know of limited information, I would say shut the fuck up, go do something with your family or whatever friends you have. I don't know if you have kids because you didn't mention that. Um, do something on your own and learn not to be a naggy bitch and then maybe <laughs> next time you'll get invited. <laughs> Take know? advantage of that loan time. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, or, maybe... Maybe he discovered she was up to no good while he was gone. That's what I mean. It just doesn't seem right, you know. There's there's something that is uh, it's just something Not right. going on. There's more to the story, and you know what? Whoever you are, I want to help you, but I can't if you won't tell me the truth. So yeah. if you want to come clean, a, a or you want to come on the show, let me know. But at the very least, I need a picture of your haircut, and you know what rank your husband is. You know what? That that alone. 
Well, he's got to be higher ranking, right? Because he's been in for a while. So the picture of her haircut alone will give you almost everything. They've been married for 20 years. Oh. Well, he'd be probably right, because if he's 45, she's in mid-40s. So he's, he's not probably like been in for a while, yeah. He's no, been he... in a while. <laughs> so yeah, he's been in a minute. So medium rank, high rank, this somewhere. This is his fourth deployment. But it doesn't matter, because if she's married to an E5 and she's got that haircut, she's acting like she's married to a colonel. You know that. Yeah, that's what I said. It's she's all in that like... haircut. Well, you if get if that? she's married with a colonel, then he can afford to buy her a ticket. He just doesn't want to. He does. I hate her. At this point, I think we've established he's been in the service I... long enough to afford an extra ticket on one of those cars. Even any four-on deployment could afford a ticket. And if they couldn't, they would take out a payday loan and do yeah, it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they make some good financial decisions. They put that shit on their star card. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh, so, man. all right, what else you got? All right, here's the next one. They're, getting, they're getting loud out there. Oh, they're getting down. They're getting ready to party. My boyfriend is divorced, okay? His ex's name is tattooed on his arm. Although I don't like it, I realized that it was long ago and before I came into this picture. Okay, you're welcome. End of story. I don't know why you wrote me. As we have gone closer over the last two years, I'm tempted to ask him to have it removed or covered up. I think it's tacky and I don't like it at all. Oh my god. Oh, should I wait till I have a more formal status in life? A more formal status yeah, so in she life. She wants to know basically if she should tell him to get rid of it now or wait till he's married. First Never. of all, you've been, you've been together a few years. Don't and you tell ain't him. Married, probably not getting married. Yeah. You know he's divorced once, and he made the. So I already know he's got a tattoo on his arm. So he met her at the club right outside of base. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't even the strip bar. It's the one where they just dance in bikinis. Oh, <laughs> like so the one up in a. Like the one up in uh what is that Bullhead City or yeah, whatever? Yeah, something like that, right? It's not even like a real titty bar. Anyway, he got that shit at the tattoo parlor the first night he met her, drunk as fuck. She needed benefits. They got hitched. You know, he deployed. She stayed home. Fast forward. You know, they get they got divorced. So first of all, he probably doesn't want to marry you. Yeah, it's, it's, that's already not worked out. Second of all, you already said that you realize this from the past, so fucking get over it. But if you're selfish and you're shallow, just tell him you'll fucking pay for it and get it changed to something cool. You know what I mean? And just fucking move <laughs> there on. There you go. But you have some of the underlying issues here. Waiting for a formal status. Offer you him really a solution. change him. So maybe you should go see a therapist yourself, by yourself, and figure out what the fuck is your problem. And what formal status? What is she doing now? I, I guess she wants to get married. Like, she wants to be have a formal status Oh, in his between life. them. She I needs, thought maybe between her. She needs... What if she's waiting for her to be like she like a manager needs, yeah. before she... No. You know what? She She's one of them broads that, you know, she lied. She said it was cool. She'd been dating the guy a long time, apparently, a couple of years, it said. But in reality, <laughs> in the back of her mind, she was always like, I'm going to marry always, this Yeah, yeah. You know she always I mean? had that in there. And so she needs that label. Maybe. She needs a label. Can't be a side piece. Can't be like, oh, this is Felicia I met at the club. No, no, no. She, she needs to be called a girlfriend, a fiance. She fiance. needs that title in her life she wants she's insecure. Fiance. Well, just like she wants a... I, I felt like she was saying when she's got a higher status, because what if she's like a... What do you call the... Not the... Um, she's a manager at Staples? Not a, not a manager, manager yet. She's no, she's she's waiting to be shift a manager. Lead. She's a shift lead? Right. Oh, so you think she's waiting she's so she lower. has enough money, like... And higher status higher for herself, so she can pull rank. So on him? she can pull rank on him. That's what I'm feeling so she like. She can hit him with the look, motherfucker. You right. shift with, I'm assistant associate assistant manager. Yeah, but she table. doesn't think she's high enough yet. And yeah. once she gets there, she thinks well, that's going to help think her. Either way, she's chasing a title. What <laughs> yep. do you think? I think she's chasing a title. I think she so. She needs some type of validation. I think Clearly that one's solved. Yeah. I think that case is solved. You can so close that book. Here's what you need to do. You need to shut the fuck up. Either accept the fact that you're never getting married and that Felicia's part of his body, or work harder, get that promotion, and instead of demanding it, say, hey, I'll pay for it, and then, you know what, let him do something else. Or knowing your punk ass, what you really want to know is, should you have that tattoo covered up and then your name tattooed somewhere else? That's what this is meaning, across his fucking forehead. Property of LaQuisha. You just opened up um, Pandora's box there with I'm that question. you. You have all these Anyway yeah. That's it That's all I got for you These two broads are nuts Stop hooking up with chicks Outside the truck stop boys That's all you gotta do Okay Th Those are one Those are called One night standards And just remember If you're in the military You can get legal advice If you wanna break up Alright 
you're that's not for life. Yeah, and go get rotted off the field. Yeah, so instead of having to deal with your mom and your sisters hating your fucking dependent, just get rid of her. <laughs> All right. Well, sometimes hey, that should cost money. You've been in a while money. there, bro. You've been married 25 years. You better hurry before you get that pension. You better do it. Yeah, quick. yeah. Do it quick. <laughs> no, it's all. It depending on how long you've been in the military, they can get so much. Like I think every like 10 years, it adds more to what they get you from you. So he could probably just fake his death. Though. He's probably screwed. Just he could. Fake your death, bro. Depending on what. Pretend you're one of those um fire. Uh, fighter pilots or whatever, and you're one of those Say you're one of things, the and they got blown up in that Belgian training accident, training accident yeah. or or, that or in a, or Florida. Yeah. You know, oh, shit. all kinds you, of crazy shit. Going you to you happen to be in one of those uh, what it what what uh hurricane rifle. No, but what was the what were the airplanes that were destroyed? Oh, well, the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the Triangle. Pretend like you went to the Bermuda Triangle, well, got yeah, lost. No, those the F twenty two. There you go. Pretend you were. In. Oh, okay. Well, pretend you were fixing one and you got swept up in Michael. You know what? No hey, one man, ever if sees you, you again. Want, reach out to me, bro, if you're listening. And me and Mario will put on a class A's and go to the house and pretend you're dead. And give <laughs> we'll hook it up. <laughs> we got you, player. We're gonna just we're show gonna free, up. Operation Freedom. Some fake ass uh, papers. Freedom, yeah. pa- fake ass papers Ma'am, from DOD. The Department of Defense regrets to inform you that your husband is dead due to the fact that he was stupid. And he was fixing an, an airplane. He got shot in the ground in, at the in Florida. <laughs> he got shot up. Oh man! Well, before we go, man. I do want to show you something. Oh, I have a little man. nice surprise for you. I don't know if I want surprises. So, you know how we this weekend, we also, we didn't talk about this, but no. we did a little 5K. We did a 5K. We didn't run we, it. And we know, we walked it, I took Old Glory with we it. We rucked it, you took Old Glory. I had the weight of a nation on my shoulders. I've had this for about six years, my mom gave me. What is to it, me. lube? It's Mexican... Uh, Pain ointment. Mexican pain ointment. It's it's like viper. Acete de vibora con veneno. Veneno. It is. It is a. <laughs> it's viper semen. It's viper. It has it, a goddamn it snake does. on the it side. It does. It's a. It's and a, a viper poison. Got, and the other side, it's got dead fucking a hornet. Wasps. A wasp. It's wasp and 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 uh, and snake poison. What's this shit supposed to do? Put it's it supposed to dick? calm your nerves. Oh, you don't and, put this on your dick? No, no, you don't. No, you trust it me. You don't like want to do. You put your dick Did in you smell it? Yeah, but it looks that's what I'm saying. It looks like you put your It's got in. a little a tiny invention. I know. A little mushroom stamp. That goes on your muscles. Yeah, no, it's not going on it my muscles. It stinks horrible. We got to show that to Coach Husto. I got to take a picture. I did. That's why I brought it cuz I figured you'd like it and he'd like it. Take a picture of it. We'll put it on the uh, on the Facebooks. So if you guys uh, want any of this stuff, apparently they sell it in Mexico. This stuff is old, but God, that smells like shit. You know what? Um, I'm actually not sore. Look at that. Uh, you know why I'm sore? Because all that walking in San Diego and the beach, and then we went and did that. Dude, I slept maybe like seven hours between oh. freaking Thursday and Saturday. But guess what? Last night I slept like a baby. Well, I don't um, think it's from the Viper scene. It's not from this. It's from something else, but that's the, okay. Uh, yeah, the ganj. It worked. But this stuff works all right on muscles. Well, um, thank you. You um, just got to be able to deal with the smell. I'm not putting it on my penis. You should try No, I never said your penis. Okay. You shouldn't. You should never put that on your penis. No, I... I'm not going to. <laughs> you should never. We've established that. A lot of people think anyway, you shouldn't put that, it man. We're missing our workout. We're we are. Go. We're going to get Let's the fuck go. out of here. All right, well... Coach is come looking for us. Abe. Arato Vato. Abe Viper Seaman McCann. <laughs> I am Mario from the Barrio Aguirre. We'll see you guys next Outside time. Outside the wire. Take care. Bye. <laughs>